Have you ever wondered what defines business or why businesses play such a big role in our lives? Today's podcast will explain why our world just wouldn't be the same without them. Be sure to listen for the question of the day so you can leave your answer in the comments. For the love of language and writing presents Business, the Nature of Business advanced level. Take a moment to think about the many different types of businesses you come into contact with on a typical day. You may stop at a gas station that is part of a major national oil company and grab lunch from a fast food chain or the neighborhood pizza place. Need more cash? You can do your banking on a smartphone or other device via mobile apps. You don't even have to visit the store anymore. Online shopping brings the stores to you, offering everything from clothes to food, furniture, and concert tickets. A business is an organization that strives for a profit by providing goods and services desired by its customers. Businesses meet the needs of consumers by providing medical care, autos, and countless other goods and services. Goods are tangible items manufactured by businesses, such as laptops. Services are intangible offerings of businesses that can't be held, touched, or stored. Physicians, lawyers, hairstylists, car washes, and airlines all provide services. Businesses also serve other organizations, such as hospitals, retailers, and governments, by providing machinery, goods for resale, computers, and thousands of other items. Thus, businesses create the goods and services that are the basis of our standard of living. Businesses play a key role in determining our quality of life by providing jobs and goods and services to society. Quality of life refers to the general level of human happiness based on such things as life expectancy, educational standards, health, sanitation, and leisure time. Building a high quality of life is a combined effort of businesses, government, and not-for-profit organizations. Creating a quality of life is not without risks, however. Risk is the potential to lose time and money or otherwise not be able to accomplish an organization's goals. Without enough blood donors, for example, the American Red Cross faces the risk of not meeting the demand for blood by victims of disaster. Businesses such as Microsoft face the risk of falling short of their revenue and profit goals. Revenue is the money a company receives by providing services or selling goods to customers. Costs are expenses for rent, salaries, supplies, transportation, and many other items that a company incurs from creating and selling goods and services. A company whose costs are greater than revenues shows a loss. A company whose revenue is greater than their costs shows a profit. When a company uses its resources intelligently, it can often increase sales, hold costs down, and earn a profit. Not all companies earn profits, 
But that is the risk of being in business. In U.S. business today, there is generally a direct relationship between risks and profit. The greater the risks, the greater the potential for profit or loss. Not all organizations strive to make a profit. A not-for-profit organization is an organization that exists to achieve some goal other than the usual business goal of profit. Charities such as Habitat for Humanity, the United Way, the American Cancer Society, and the World Wildlife Fund are not-for-profit organizations, as are most hospitals, zoos, arts organizations, civic groups, and religious organizations. Over the last 20 years, the number of not-for-profit organizations and the employees and volunteers who work for them has increased considerably. Government is our largest and most pervasive not-for-profit group. Like their for-profit counterparts, these groups set goals and require resources to meet these goals. However, their goals are not focused on profits. For example, a not-for-profit organization's goal might be feeding the poor, preserving the environment, increasing attendance at the ballet, or preventing drunk driving. And now it's time for our question of the day. Have you ever started or thought about starting your own business? Practice your English by going to the link in the description and leaving a comment. If you find this podcast helpful, please leave a rating and review so it can reach more people like you who are working hard to improve their English. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified of new podcasts when they come out. Now, back to the podcast. To provide goods and services, regardless of whether they operate in the for-profit or not-for-profit sector, organizations require inputs in the form of resources called factors of production. Four traditional factors of production are common to all productive activity. Natural resources, labor, also known as human resources, capital, and entrepreneurship. Many experts now include knowledge as a fifth factor, acknowledging its key role in business success. By using the factors of production efficiently, a company can produce more goods and services with the same resources. Commodities that are useful inputs in their natural state are known as natural resources. They include farmland, forests, mineral and oil deposits, and water. Sometimes natural resources are simply called land. Companies use natural resources in different ways. Paper companies use wood pulp to make paper, and electric companies may use water, oil, or coal to produce electricity. Today, urban sprawl, pollution, and limited resources have raised questions about resource use. Conservationists, environmentalists, and government bodies are proposing laws to require land use planning and resource conservation. Labor, or human resources, refers to the economic contributions of people working with their minds and muscles. This input includes the talents of everyone, 
from a restaurant cook to a nuclear physicist who performs the many tasks of manufacturing and selling goods and services. The tools, machinery, equipment, and buildings used to produce goods and services and get them to the consumer are known as capital. Sometimes the term capital is also used to mean the money that buys machinery, factories, and other production and distribution facilities. However, because money itself produces nothing, it is not one of the basic inputs. Instead, it is a means of acquiring the inputs. Therefore, in this context, capital does not include money. Entrepreneurs are the people who combine the inputs of natural resources, labor, and capital to produce goods or services with the intention of making a profit or accomplishing a not-for-profit goal. These people make the decisions that set the course for their businesses. They create products and production processes or develop services. Because they are not guaranteed a profit in return for their time and effort, they must be risk-takers. Of course, if their companies succeed, their rewards may be great. Today, many individuals want to start their own businesses. They are attracted by the opportunity to be their own boss and reap the financial rewards of a successful firm. Many start their first business from their dorm rooms or while living at home, so their cost is almost zero. Entrepreneurs include people such as Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates, who was named the richest person in the world in 2017, as well as Google founders Sergey Brin and Larry Page. Many thousands of individuals have started companies that, while remaining small, make a major contribution to the U.S. economy. A number of outstanding managers and noted academics are beginning to emphasize a fifth factor of production, knowledge. Knowledge refers to the combined talents and skills of the workforce and has become a primary driver of economic growth. Today's competitive environment places a premium on knowledge and learning over physical resources. Recent statistics suggest that the number of U.S. knowledge workers has doubled over the last 30 years with an estimated 2 million knowledge job openings annually. Despite the fact that many routine jobs have been replaced by automation over the last decade or outsourced to other countries, technology has actually created more jobs that require knowledge and cognitive skills. This article has been adapted from The Nature of Business in Introduction to Business, by Lawrence J. Gitman and others, published by OpenStax in 2018. Access the original article for free at the link in the description. To download a free worksheet for this article, please visit lovelangrai.com. That's L-O-V-E-L-A-N-G-W-R-I.com. To get this audio and worksheets for all levels, beginner, intermediate, advanced, and TOEFL, please visit the Patreon page at patreon.com slash lovelangrai. Thank you for listening, and happy language learning.